0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane the Alchemist. I'm a tar reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you're currently listening to the 100th episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a reading for the collective in honor of Libra season, and the theme of today's re- reading will be polarity. So, Welcome, everyone. I hope you are well. I hope you've been well. Welcome if this is your first time. Welcome back if it isn't. Um, so, this is your first episode in honor of Libra season this year. Um, it does not mean that you have to be a Libra, have Libra placements to listen to this. As I said, this reading is for the collective, which just means it's for the collective of people that it will find, okay? Trust that this reading has found you just as much as you have found it, and that if you're here listening to this right now, there is message for you in here okay Um, when I mean we're doing this in honor of Libra season I'm just saying this because at the moment that I'm recording it it is Libra season and I love to pick themes and topics that are connected to the archetype um, of the current zodiac season that we're in and so I have chosen polarity this time Libra is of course represented by the scale, it's all about balance, it's all about duality and polarity is one of my favorite things to explore in astrology as an astrologer um, and that has been reinforced by me getting trained in psychosynthesis which is a spiritual psychology and a lot of um, a lot of psychosynthesis is about um, seeing two different things that are in, in polarity in synthesizing that polarity, synthesizing things that seem to be completely different within ourselves to just have a better and more harmonious relationship with ourselves and understand ourselves better. So that's what I decided that I wanted to explore today. Um, we're simply going to be asking what you know what's relevant for you to hear right now at this moment in your life in regards to this theme of polarity. So I haven't done the reading yet. I don't know what's going to come through. Um, I'm expecting probably there's going to be a certain polarity within yourself or in your life right now that you're kind of struggling with because you feel like it's two different things and it's tugging you in different directions. And we're going to be asking how can you deal with that How can you, in in a harmonious way, or more harmoniously than you have been up until now, how can you synthesize that polarity, um, and how can you reach inner peace through seeing both sides? Okay, so that is the program for today. If that sounds intriguing, that sounds exciting, then keep listening because we're going to get into it right away, right now. so let's get into it, shall we? I'm very excited to do this. It's been a while since I've sat down and done a reading for the podcast. I usually do readings for my Instagram as well, but because those are written readings, the vibe is a bit different. I feel like Yeah, it's been a while since I've properly sat down and devoted myself to doing a really long form tarot reading like this, and I've missed it. So, let's just see, what's the first thing that you need to hear regarding the concept of polarity? What's going on in here? Okay, we're going to start with the two cards that just came out. The first card that came, I'm using the Star Child Tarot for this. The first card that came out is the Emperor, which wow, what a statement. <laughs> and how interesting that the Emperor is the card linked to Aries, which is the opposite sign of Libra. So on the zodiac wheel, it is the polarity of Libra. And in this deck, the Star Child Tarot, I often think when I first like look at it, the first second when this card comes i often think it's the strength card because there is i don't know if it's a female lion or a different feline but um on the card so i'm often think like oh this is the strength card i'm like no no no, this is the emperor (laughs) and then we have the chariot in reverse so interesting two major arcanas bottom of the deck we have the page of crystals which crystals are pentacles in this deck um and the decks that I've chosen for uh, from, to use today, I've also, I guess, went with a little bit of a concept of polarity, because I have two tarot decks and two oracle decks. The tarot decks are the star child's tarot and the moon child, and they're by the same um, creator. And the oracle decks, I have the moonology deck and the oracle of the radiant sun. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that because I felt a bit cheeky. I felt I felt a bit smart with that. I like it um okay two cards coming through the emperor very much coming through as like the main energy here because it's upright when the chariot isn't Hmm. i feel like the emperor card here is saying that you've got this in the sense that like you are better equipped than you think you are to deal with what's currently happening in your life the current circumstances, whatever those may be. Maybe we'll get into it more as we go. But I feel like you may be underestimating yourself, underestimating your own strength, your own resilience, your own resourcefulness. That's something that's coming through here. I'm also getting that some of you are... Because of the chariot in reverse, maybe you're worried about not moving forward, or you're worried about feeling a bit stagnant right now. Um, and I feel there could be different things here. Either you're not sure you can move forward, or, or. You're just in a, you, Some of you could just be in like a slower phase in your life. And it's actually very natural, very normal. There's nothing wrong, but you think that there is because you think you should be moving forward and having more movement in your life. Because I'm very much getting... The chariot, of course, is about movement. There's a a horse on the card. And I'm getting a very... A big energy of stillness from this emperor card. Showing me that you're more so in that stillness, grounded energy. Strong. Standing your ground and being very still kind of like a little bit in like a defensive stance yeah and i actually feel like that's a i feel like that's more aligned for you right now than trying to move around so much but i feel like you're comfortable with that or you're worried that being still means being weak or something or that just because you're not doing a lot of movement right now you won't be able to in the future you need to understand that life is cyclical. We are cyclical beings as humans as well. So, you could just be going through a kind of winter here where things are are a bit more still, there isn't really life happening but just because it's not it's not happening now doesn't mean that it won't come back. Yeah. But yeah, I am getting some sort of defensive stance from the Emperor as well. So I'm wondering if there's something or someone that you feel you need to defend yourself against or protect yourself from. Yeah, protective stance. That's another thing that feels right here. So what's going on? Yeah, okay. A bunch of cards are coming through that I was oh god seeing when i was pre-shuffling my decks so they're not really surprises it's just kind of funny that they're coming through so quickly already anything else maybe let's get one more okay oh there you go strength card i'm not going to take it but i did peek it um okay again bottom of the deck seven of wands in reverse yeah okay interesting um so i pulled like six more cards we have the nine of cups in reverse clarified by the eight of cups interesting yeah <laughs> we have the tower which i saw this card multiple times when i was pre-shuffling my ducks okay the tower clarified by the two of crystals so a two again polarity duality and we have the four of cups clarified by the queen of crystals in reverse queen of pentacles okay mm. Yeah, even on the tower card in this deck, there's there's the tower itself, some sort of building. But in the sky, on the two sides, there's two different moons. Or I guess one could be the sun. Yeah, it's just like a white circle. Um, sun and the moon. So again, duality. And then there's thunder. Um, well, not thunder. There's lightning in the sky. I don't know why I always confuse those, those two words in English. Thunder and lightning. I always say one when I mean the other. Um... <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you're definitely... You're you're kind of in hibernation mode right now. This is... I mean, I don't know if you are, but your life is in <laughs> hibernation mode right now. And I feel like you might be resisting going into hibernation with it, going with the natural flow of your life currently. Because clearly... There's some internal processing that needs to happen. There's resting that needs to happen. You need to get closer to yourself. Like with the Nine of Cups, and it's clarified by the Eight of Cups. Yes, the Eight of Cups is about going on that internal um, spiritual journey to kind of retreat from the outside world to um, connect more deeply to yourself and find the answers within yourself. It's also often an indicator that to have better clarity on what your next move should be you need some time of stillness and introspection and then you will eventually have clarity but you need to take that time to figure that out you can't just make a wild move right now and just hope that you'll land in a place that you like okay yeah because there, the tower always indicates that there's something that needs to be burned to the ground um and yes, that sounds a bit dramatic because that's kind of how the tower card is. It's a bit dramatic. It doesn't mean that you're going th- gonna that you're gonna go through hell and back emotionally sometimes. Okay, but it's always temporary, but not always. I feel like I feel like this is gonna be harder for you emotionally if you resist the change, honestly. There's something here that needs to change. There's something that you need to let go of. It could be someone as well. But you're scared that if you do go along with this hibernation process that you're just... Again, it's the same thing we were talking about earlier. It's this Nine of Cups and Chariot both in reverse. You're scared that if you just surrender to what currently is popping up for you, this need to kind of be still and hibernate and be in defense and stance and protective mode and just go within, you're scared that if you do do that, you're not going to be able to pick up the pace again and find happiness again and connect with others again once you get out of that or maybe you're scared you're not you're never going to get out of that but remember we are cyclical beings polarities and dualities exist because you, you can never be entirely in one end of the spectrum yeah with the four of cups here yeah You definitely feel like you need to protect your heart right now. I do think that's a good choice. I do think being single, if you're single, I would say for some time, I think it would be better for you to remain single and not mingle, not even go on dating apps or stuff like that. Try to resist resist it as best as you can. I know it can be tempting. Forgive yourself if it happens, but I just think it's better for you to protect your heart and... Just spend time with yourself if you're in a relationship and you're not necessarily considering leaving um maybe just taking time for yourself taking time out for yourself telling your partner that you need some space you need a break something like that for some of you that could be it maybe you are maybe you are in a relationship and you're unsure whether you want to stay or not and taking some time out with yourself will help you gain clarity on that on whether you need to leave them or not to honor your heart's truth could be something like that um and it's funny because my washing machine is i hope you're not hearing it if so it's probably faint it's it started kind of going crazy when i said that so Yeah, okay. The polarity here, the main polarity that we're exploring right now is stillness and movement. That's that's what it is. Um, and you know what? I think... And now my washing machine is going very slowly. Okay. I think that um, this polarity in your external world, like isolating yourself voluntarily a bit and going into a bit of a hibernation mode compared to going out a lot and and connecting with people a lot, talking with people a lot. It's it's reflecting another polarity that is within you and that is your emotional state because I think that you may be going outside a lot, talking to a lot of people right now, doing a lot of things or if you're in a relationship and that's what this is about, hanging out with your partner a lot, talking to them a lot, being around them a lot, especially if if you live with them but in your heart and in your head I feel like there's a lot of emotional turmoil and I think that you your heart needs your heart wants to be more peaceful you want to be more peaceful emotionally to make that happen you need this hibernation mode and because you're not going to find I feel like some of you are Debating pretty big life decisions right now because you are sensing that something doesn't fully feel right, but you're not sure what, or you're not sure what to do about it, or what it is that you truly would prefer to your current situation. So, you're not sure what the answer should be, which move you should make, which action you should take, and you're not going to find a clear answer that you feel confident and at peace with until you're able to calm your mind and your heart down and be less frantic and less anxious than you are right now or just less overwhelmed and emotionally fatigued than you are right now, okay? Some of you have been asking the universe for signs. Maybe you've been seeing 222 a lot, which, you know, is about polarity amongst other things. um, Or 1111 you've been asking the universe for signs and help to help you figure out this decision or what you should do about this job, living situation, relationship, whatever it is about for some of you, I feel like part of the issue is that you know your current life doesn't feel right but you're not even sure for some of you, I, I some of you could even have some sort of like urges to just burn everything to the ground and just start over entirely but that's very scary and you know that that's mostly not really rational and that you would need to like go at it like and progressively and maybe not everything is unaligned. You're trying to figure that out and you're asking the universe for help and here it is (laughs) in this reading, (laughs) one of the sources here and the universe is saying you need to calm down. You need to voluntarily and purposefully create stillness in your life. So definitely a meditation practice would be helpful if you don't have one already. If you live in a big city, I feel like, yeah, I was I was seeing that a lot actually. I was seeing someone going to like a cabin on the countryside um, by themselves for like at least a few days, if not a few weeks. Whatever is possible for you. And I feel like that would be really nourishing. Going there alone is very important. If you have like a pet, you can bring them, that's fine. But not like having very little contact with other human beings. Yeah, so I feel like some of you live in like a very loud environment where there's a lot of people doing a lot of things like a big city. And that's kind of contributing right now. It's not really aligned for your little hibernation process. Or if you live in a house or in a building where there's a lot of people, there's a lot of noise, a lot of life, that's wonderful. But also, it's not really helping your emotional state right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so through stillness, you will find the answers that you're looking for, whatever those may be. And let's get more information. Okay. What else do you need to know? Either about this or something else. What else do you need to know here? What else is important? Anything else? Okay, I just pulled some cards from the Oracle of the Radiant Sun. And we have Seduction with Jupiter and Pisces, Convention, Venus and Capricorn, Order, Moon and Virgo, Domination, Mars in Sagittarius, and Flirtation, Venus in Sagittarius. Interesting. And at the bottom of the deck we have submission with Venus and Pisces, so two Pisces cards, two Sagittarius cards, interesting, okay, um, and we also have two, well, counting, if we count the, the, the card at the bottom of the deck, we have three Venus cards, yes, there's definitely something about this whole thing that's connected to your love life, even if it's just your relationship to loving yourself, Um I feel like you're a big romantic. You actually are like a big softie when it comes to those things. And I feel like you really crave a really beautiful and pure romance with someone else. And that the relationships that you've had, or if you're in a relationship right now, the relationship you are in currently, just doesn't deliver. Like, you want to have a romance like in a, a romance book, and, and, and like in a novel or like in a movie. And of course, you know that to some extent that's not always realistic. But it is possible to have something like that. And you haven't found it, you haven't had it. And I feel like there's frustration there. There's disappointment there. And maybe you're not even fully aware of this. Or... I feel like some of you have felt like maybe you just, after having multiple experiences that just weren't as magical as you wanted them to be, you just were like, well, maybe maybe that those don't exist, or maybe I'm not supposed to have one, maybe it's just not going to happen to me, maybe it's so rare that I won't get it, maybe I just need to settle for these half-assed relationships or these relationships where people just don't do big gestures, or aren't super romantic, or super affectionate, or whatever it may be, okay? Um, I feel like some of you have been convincing yourselves that you maybe you just need to settle. Um, and that is not true. I feel like you're kind of invalidating your own desires for romance and how much you truly want that. I'm really seeing that in the seduction card with Jupiter and Pisces. It's such a beautiful card. There's a beautiful like pink background with a big heart and some flowers. I'm really seeing that here. Flirtation as well, the card next to it, Venus and Sagittarius, there's flowers in the background. Um, yeah, you want to be you want to be seduced, you want to be romanced, and that's a wonderful, beautiful thing. And you should get that if you want that. Like there is someone out there who wants that too, and who would want that with you. There's literally so many human beings on earth. You really think you wouldn't find at least one person that you'd be compatible with who would want to be romantic in the way that you want to? Of course there is. I feel like in your relationships in the past or up until now, things were more so focused on the physical practical aspects of life with the two earth cards capricorn and virgo here convention and order um people were more focused on the people that you've dated were more focused on uh money and are we going to live together and how do we match up our schedules to meet up and um who pays for what and um yeah, those kinds of things. And I feel like peeps, a lot of the people you we dated were kind of caught up in some societal norms about relationships instead of being connected to what they wanted in their own relationship or what they felt was right for what they wanted next in the relationship. They would just rely on societal norms. Like, oh, if we date, then eventually we should move in together because that's just what people do. It means that we're serious about each other, so of course we should want that, of course we should do that, and then we should get engaged after three years, and then we should get married, and we should have kids, and then blah, 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 you know, the whole thing, the whole shebang, right? (laughs) And there's so many different ways to have relationships, to date, to be committed to one another in that romantic way. You, you really can and should make it your own. Every couple should make it their own. And I feel like those have been issues. Maybe you... Yeah, I just feel like there's been issues for you around conventions. Like maybe there were certain things, certain social norms and conventions, maybe gender norms as well that previous partners tried to impose onto you and that you didn't feel comfortable with and i'm getting that some of you could have experienced struggles the other way around like there were some perhaps maybe you wanted a relationship that was pretty considered pretty conventional or traditional and they didn't want that maybe they wanted like an open relationship or something like that not that that's like super new but it's, it's newer that that has hit the mainstream as like an option and something acceptable and doable for people and i feel like you probably didn't want that and then you're like no i want something more conventional yeah maybe there's been arguments around money and with order in the moon and virgo card i'm thinking some of you might have had issues or arguments about like the mental load of within the relationship or dividing up chores especially if you lived with people like who does the cleaning who does the cooking who takes care of all the stuff if you have kids You probably struggled with sharing the mental load in an equalitarian way. And all of those very earthy practical things, all the earth signs in astrology, every sign in astrology has an opposite sign, right? And all of the earth signs are opposite the water sign. So there is a polarity in water and earth in astrology between those two elements, And the earth signs have to do with the practical, tangible, material parts of life, like a lot of the ones that I just mentioned. And those parts of life, when you don't have the very romantic and dreamy um, and artistic side of the water signs, the water energy to balance that with, if you're only stuck in those practical issues, life gets really boring Really repetitive, really quickly. Careful. I'm not saying that people who are earth signs are boring. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we need to allow ourselves to experience the archetypes of each sign to have a well rounded life and a well rounded relationship as well. And so you've had issues with practicality and earthly matters in the past and your relationships, and you didn't even get the romance that you wanted. How fucking disappointing! Yeah, I'm with you on that. I see you. I'm so sorry. That sucks. (laughs) And you can get better. You can get better than that. I promise you, okay? Yeah. Because some of you have become convinced that, as I said earlier, you either are not deserving of the kind of romance that you want, or that it's just impossible for you for whatever reason. Um, Yeah. I think you're the kind of person with Venus and Capricorn, you like those kinds of things, like going on a first date and the the other person opens the car door for you. Um, You know, they hold your hand. They like, if you're going to a restaurant, they like pull the chair for you. You know, all those little um, someone who pays attention to you and those those little gestures, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that you like that and that's kind of... Culturally, that's not necessarily like the popular way of flirting anymore, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, and it doesn't mean you have to date someone who's like 30 years older than you. <laughs> I mean, if you, you know, if you fall in love with someone who's 30 years older than you and you're both, you know, grown adults, um, that's fine, that you know. But um, I I just I'm not, I'm not getting that from you, and I I think some of you might even have had the thought like oh my god like I wish I was born earlier, and you know, because you romanticize how romance and flirting was done before, and you're like, do I have to date someone older to get that? No, you don't. You don't if you don't want to. <laughs> um. Okay. with the domination card with mars and sagittarius sagittarius is of course a sign connected to religion and belief systems and there's some of that illustrated on the card um mars is a sign of a a sign a planet that speaks of many things but amongst other things conflict and 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 arguments and, and violence and anger and sexuality of course as well but i'm wondering if um there's been issues around dating people I mean, it's not necessarily an issue to date people who have different religions or belief systems from you, but I wonder if you have dated people who had different belief systems and it ended up creating issues or arguments in the past, or even if it's not about a religion or a, a belief system, it could be that um you dated people who were very much love to be devil's advocate, who love to debate you on certain things like I don't know social justice or whatever was in the news or politics or stuff like that and they just they took it way more seriously than you than you and they took winning the debate way more seriously than you did as well so it often created genuine bitterness because of how fired up they were about it and how they didn't really care about your emotions when they were talking about those issues and that's not something that's that, that's going to be inevitably part of all of your relationships either, okay? If for you... Of course, I mean, most people have beliefs that are important to them and have certain deal breakers of like... If someone else has certain beliefs, they wouldn't date them. You know, you can identify what those would be for you. But I feel like you this is less important to you or you're less extreme about that than some other people that's something that's important to know about yourself and it's okay to have that standard or that preference in someone else that like you're not going to like have a meltdown if i don't agree with you on this specific thing whether it's from your religion from your political beliefs or just from social culture or like stuff that you talk about with people on social media and it doesn't mean that you look down on them as a person, but it just means that that's not something that you want as a part of your relationship. Because it just it brings a lot of conflict into your relationships, that's been your experience with that. And you're done with that. You don't want that. And that's not fun energy. I don't think you're someone who enjoys play fighting, <laughs> even if it's just verbally. <laughs> And some people just don't mind because they don't care as much. Like They'll get really fired up in a debate and then five minutes later after the debate is done, they don't care anymore. Um, and I feel like that's not the case for you. Or some people just genuinely enjoy it. They think it's fun. They think it's it you know, fires them up. Some people, it turns them on. Hey, there's all kinds of people on there, but I just don't think that that's you. And I don't think you're compatible with people like that. And it's okay to admit that to yourself and to perhaps um bring that up if you... If you meet someone new, when and if you meet someone new and you want to figure out what kind of person they are. Yeah, <laughs> okay. What else? I feel like now is would be a good time to pull more cards. Where do we want to go from here? So we've been talking about, yeah, relationships, so I think that is the main point here. Uh, we've been talking about stillness and movement, the polarity between those two, and how having stillness and surrendering to that, choosing that right now will help you figure out um, what you want in your life, what's aligned, what's not aligned, and what you can do about the things that are not aligned for you. And I think that you want to figure out something about your love life. So let's continue in that direction. I want to ask how could you manifest what you truly want in a relationship that's what I want to ask here how can you manifest what you truly want Okay, I just pulled some cards from the oracle. At the bottom of the deck, we have full moon and cancer. A personal issue reaches resolution. So yes, you're you are going to get answers. Okay, you are going to figure out what you need to figure out to take your to take your next step to make your next move in your love life and in your life in general. Um, I pulled four cards. We have the new moon in Scorpio with work through your fears. We have full moon in Gemini. The answers you need are coming. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I said. (laughs) We have new moon in Taurus. Prosperity lies ahead. And we have the new moon in Capricorn. Your hard work is paying off. Okay, lovely. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I w- yeah okay i was getting pre- i feel like the love life thing is like the main focus of this reading the thing that you're m- most worried about or curious about figuring out but i do think there's a little bit here about career because those two cards very much have to do with money and again um two earth signs and they're right next to the queen of crystals in reverse the queen of pentacles in reverse that we pulled earlier um some of you could also be a bit worried that if you choose stillness in your life right now, instead of making a big move, that you're going to be stagnant in terms of your financial situation as well, or that, so for some of you choosing stillness right now could look like taking some unpaid time off, and that could be kind of a risk, and you're like, will I really be okay? Is that really a smart choice? And from a finance bro perspective, (laughs) probably not, it's probably not the most logical um, choice just in terms of like financial stuff. But us human beings, we are complex, we have all kinds of dimensions to us. And if it does kind of stagnate, no, that's that's not a verb, is it? If it does kind of slow down any opportunities to create more wealth but it helps you tremendously on an emotional and spiritual level to understand what you want in your life and to keep moving forward it can absolutely be worth it i want you to consider that okay i'm not getting any messages about you genuinely lacking or genuinely ending up in a in, in like an unsafe situation when it comes to money Some of you have been working hard perhaps to get a degree or to get a promotion. It's something you if that's relevant to you, it would be something you've been working on for a few years and you're like you're thinking I'm so close now. I shouldn't take a break now, but it's okay. It's not going to sabotage everything. It might slow it down a little bit, but it's not going to sabotage the whole thing. It's going to be okay. And your hard work in the past, it is paying off like that's what it says prosperity lies ahead and your hard work is paying off and that's what those cards represent and they're both new moon cards so they both represent a new beginning yes if you've been looking for a new job you will figure that out it will happen some of you could be in between two jobs like you've decided to quit or you've been fired and this is actually a great opportunity for you to to like not be so Panicky about finding another one right away. You actually can live off without a job for a little bit of time—the time that you need for this emotional process to happen—and you will find a new one when you're ready. Or for some of you, maybe you're in a certain job and you're, or you're about to graduate, get a degree, and you're hope you're you're trying to find a job. You're hoping to like get a good salary or if you're transitioning between two jobs, you're hoping to get a better salary than you did before, I do think this is an auspicious sign that you will eventually, but it might not happen tomorrow. But just because it's not happening quickly does not mean it's not happening, right? As we said, and I think this is all happening in divine timing for you. And the fact that it hasn't been happening very quickly up until now is because right now you you need to go within. You need some introspective time. You need rest. You need time away mm-hmm yeah okay the answers you need are coming i feel like this card is very straightforward i don't think there's anything else to say about this card the newman and scorpio work through your fears card now that's a very interesting one and i feel like that's the direction we're going to continue going into with this reading um Because remember, when I pulled these four cards, I asked, how can you manifest what you want in your love life? For some of you, I will say for some of you, if you're in a relationship right now, and you're not necessarily considering leaving, um, you love them deeply and vice versa, it's just that your needs haven't been met, I do think that there is possibility for renewal and improvement within this relationship as you figure out what you truly want and which of your needs haven't been met I do think there is possibilities to like communicate that with your partner and both of you do the inner work to just have your relationship be more aligned with who you are and who they are and what you want and what they want I think there could be a renewal in, in an existing relationship if that sounds like something you that if that sounds like something that's relevant to your situation and that you might want, I'm not seeing that everyone here who's in a relationship and not currently happy or feeling um, either needs are met in that relationship will have inevitably to break up and meet someone new. Not necessarily. I don't think so. Which is why you need to go within to figure out what you need to do. Because just because... You don't feel satisfied right now. My job as a reader is not to tell you, break up with your partner and leave. Ha ha ha, that's gonna that's gonna solve everything. No, I don't know that. I'm here to guide you, I'm here to deliver guidance from the universe, I'm here to help you navigate your own emotions, your own self, but in your own psyche. But I'm not here to tell you what to do. And if I did tell you leave this person, I mean, I mean, I don't know, maybe if I was seeing something like an abusive situation, maybe I would say that. Maybe that would be the only situation where I would say that. But um if I was telling you what to do, like you need to do this, 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 and this, um, I hope you would have the critical thinking to question that and be like, hold on, that feels a bit strange. Um (laughs) if there's any other I always try to like not do that of course. That's important to me ethically speaking. If you have if there's other readers you listen to and they're very like dogmatic about telling you what you need to do and they think just because they saw the message that they know what's best for you please question that please question that please don't just listen to that um especially you right now you've been kind of tempted to like do a big move really suddenly to get out of this icky energy of feeling uncomfortable where you are right now and i don't think this is the right move for you so don't get tempted (laughs) <laughs> like someone be like yes leave them move away book a plane ticket and without a return ticket do the thing this is your sign sometimes it's a sign and sometimes it's just the algorithm okay or sometimes like okay i don't think you would see an ad that would say that but like that would that would say something relevant to your situation but i hate how like corporations will take advantage of those things for marketing they'll be like they'll have an ad on your fucking for you page and they'll be like this is your sign to buy our thing blah 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 and ugh is it a fucking sign or did you just pay for me to see it and you just want me to buy it like for fuck's sake that really annoys me so many people talk about the unethical things that are happening in the spiritual community and of course those needs to be called called out but so many people will talk about individuals and call them out and never ever ever even think of holding accountable corporations and businesses like why are do we live in a society where we think that that's impossible to hold accountable corporations why do we just think oh well, those are always going to be evil and unethical so and it's beyond our control so let's not even try because oh my god or like yeah i don't know i mean okay i'm not gonna go on a whole rant but that that needed to come out anyway (laughs) And if you have a business, this is an invitation to not use marketing tactics like that, okay? You can sell your stuff without doing weird stuff like that or without being manipulative. I know it's kind of like tempting because that's the mainstream marketing is all about manipulation and messing up with people's nervous systems by like having like a huge countdown. Like if you don't get this now, it will be lost forever, but those that shit is really unethical, and it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. I really, I really like try not to do those things, and also, I think we can value slow businesses. Like, the idea of capitalism is like bigger and more is always better, but that's not true. That's not true. Like, because some people have businesses that are. Quote unquote thriving because it's making a lot of money but they're actually exhausted all the time because it's moving too quickly for them and they would actually feel happier and healthier and safer if they had less clients and therefore we're making a little bit less money or a lot less money as long as they could cover their their basic needs right but that they could have a, a normal paced life something that feels right for them i don't know why i went on this tangent I'm gonna trust that someone out here needs to, needed to hear that. But okay, <laughs> so to go back to what we were to what we were talking about, I almost said what we were thinking about. What <laughs> to go back to what we were talking about? I want to ask um, what those fears are that you need to work on. That this New and Scorpio card is alluding to, I want to ask about that, and we're gonna pull more cards from for. We're gonna pull more cards for that. There you go. I can make a sentence. I can do that. <laughs> okay. So what are some fears as you, surrender this hibernation mode, and kind of go within? What are some fears that are gonna pop up? yeah okay that you will need to work on Woo! god the cards fell on my lap okay (laughs) what are some fears that you will have to work through and let's get maybe one last card wow the cards are really the cards from the stack they're really flying out okay Okay. <laughs> so, I just put the deck to Moon Child, which is a special card in this deck. Bottom of the deck, we have the Six of Swords in reverse. Underneath the Three of Swords. Interesting. Hmm. You don't like being trapped or feeling trapped in relationships. Something as well that is coming through with those two cards is I think sometimes. You don't like breaking people's hearts. You don't like disappointing people or making them sad. Even though, you know, that's not... You're not responsible for other people's emotions, but you might have a little bit of that pattern going on. So I feel like sometimes you end up in relationships where you like the person but not that much, or you like the person but the, the relationship dynamic that they want and that they're suggesting and putting into place doesn't truly resonate for you, it's not really what you want, but you kind of let it happen because you don't want to make them sad. And you're like, logically, there's no reason for me to say no to this or whatever, because there's it's not really bad. Okay. <laughs> Let's just set the record straight. You You should only be in a relationship if you truly want that relationship. I don't know why that's feels revolutionary but i feel like you need to hear that obviously it seems obvious when saying it that way but yeah you shouldn't be in a relationship just because it's not bad you should be in a relationship because it's good if a relationship doesn't add to your life you shouldn't be in it whether romantic or platonic okay (laughs) i hope that that's clear and the thing is, you end up kind of sabotaging yourself and you settle for less than um, what you truly want. It's okay that you have standards. It's okay that you have desires. It's okay that you have preferences. And I think that you know better than to expect the perfect person to come around because you understand that that's not really something possible within human nature. But you... yeah you really settle for so much less than you truly want and you could truly get and that really makes me sad and that's a big part of the reason why some of your relationship experiences have been kind of crap because i think from that you could have ended up in like a really long-term committed relationship with someone maybe even got married or have had kids with someone that's like you know they're not your freaking soulmate You know that, like, a relationship is not that good. You know that you have issues. You know that you don't like them that much. But you just kind of went along with it. And then you're like, holy shit, I've been with this person for a really long time. What am I doing? And you do want a relationship that feels like a soulmate, that feels magical, that gives you butterflies, and yes, butterf- butterflies are a real thing. It's not always anxiety, okay? I, like, I know a lot of people have been talking about the fact that sometimes when you feel all kinds of ways around someone, it's just anxiety. It's just because your nervous system is dysregulated. And that is a thing. Yes, I do think it's good that people have been talking about it online. But I feel like sometimes some people have gone into the other extreme of like just automatically pathologizing any kind of big emotional experience. Or spiritual experience and be like, oh, if you feel big feelings around someone, it's bad. Not always. Butterflies are a real thing. They can be a real romantic thing that don't point to some sort of trauma or attachment style issue or, you know, insecure st- attachment style or whatever it is. Like, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're really trying to convince yourself to just be more rational and accept things that don't feel magical at all there are people in relationships that will feel magical to you it's possible you want it admit that to yourself i feel like you need to own that i feel like that's going to be part of the process here maybe that's something that you are afraid of and i'm realizing i think i didn't even tell you what the cards that i pulled earlier were i'm sorry (laughs) I don't realize sometimes. So yeah, just, I only mentioned the cards on the bottom of the deck and I went on this, on this tangent. So the Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> which was at the bottom of the deck before I even started shuffling, so of course. The King of Wands, the King of Pentacles in reverse, and the Queen of Swords. Interesting. All major arcana and court cards. And these represent the fears you're go- that are going to come up. That you're gonna have to confront as you go within. Wheel of Fortune again. There's something. For, uh, there's something about embracing the cyclical nature of life here. So I think one of the fears is what we've already been talking about, which is the fear of surrendering to this kind of winter season within your soul, within your heart, and trust that spring will come eventually. That it doesn't mean you're giving up or that you'll be in darkness forever. If you choose it, if you allow it to be, if you allow yourself to be within that, the wheel always turns. That's the message of the wheel of fortune and it often comes up when we are going through big changes in our lives. Yeah. Understanding that life is like a cyclical and we human beings are cyclical beings this is really something that's been that we've disconnected to thanks to oppressive systems like patriarchy and white supremacy. Capitalism has made us believe that we should always be bringing in more and should always be at our top um health and 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 you know always producing more, always working hard, and that as soon as we are feeling down or feeling tired, that that's something to pathologize, that's something like, oh, go to therapy to get better, go get some pills, you know, like if you're tired, or <laughs> like, it's always about fixing the issue to make you normal again, instead of actually being like, well, hold on, maybe there is wisdom within this, maybe if I surrender this, if I choose this period of stillness right now, um, this, maybe this is actually healthy, maybe this is actually needed, In the process to grow something new in the future. Maybe there's wisdom to be found here. Information to be found here. This is reconnecting to nature. To the fact that we are nature as human beings. We are animals. Like half of the population has a menstrual cycle. Every month. Like (laughs) how much more cyclical can you be? (laughs) Um, So yeah there's some of that here for you that's going to be scary but you'll be okay the king of wands i feel guided to read from the booklet for these cards actually which is interesting Um, yeah i'm curious to see what the wheel of, of, of fortune says as well so let's start with that one The Wheel of Fortune illuminates the ever-shifting highs and lows that lead us through our dance with life. With this energy comes a sensation of fate or potential opportunity, depending on how you greet its underlying lessons. It prompts us to consider the patterns of our days that repeatedly emerge over time, and how we choose to respond to the circumstances we are faced with. This key may also reveal the negative habits or oppressive cycles we eventually learn to break or the karmic lessons that we finally begin to understand more clearly. The transformational power of change feeds the momentum of the wheel, allowing us to also work more intimately with our shadows. Without the inevitable pitfalls, the beauty around us would seem less brilliant and alive. These contrasts and extremes expose our clearest priorities, while also teaching us how to pour even more light into our emotional wounds. From here, we may continue to treasure the precious moments that make make our dance even more worthwhile. How can we live in the gift of each present moment and take it all in stride? Okay, wonderful. And let's get to the King of Wands, which is of course at the end of the freaking booklet. The King of Wands is a confident and powerful individual who radiates success through every aspect of their life. Typically viewed as a leader, they possess their own pronounced power, seeing the world as a foundation for invention and creation. Their visionary scope provides them with a very unique lens by which they utilize their skills and knowledge to move mountains and lead. Being perceptive of the gifts and abilities of others, they are also highly supportive and compassionate, offering unconditional encouragement to those who seek their guidance. This king prompts us to navigate our life with an acute sense of foresight and direction to stick to our goals and harness the reins of our own self-confidence. If there are new opportunities being presented to you now, assess how you can tackle the foreseeable challenges and make a plan. You are limitless and imbued with total power. Okay, I think this is very much reminding me of the emperor energy, which makes sense because king of wands is king of fire and the emperor card is connected to Aries, which is a fire sign um and because king of wands is king of fire and it's royalty that's also associated with leo um i feel like this is something that's going to come up later on i feel like the next step in your career is actually going to be in a leadership position or it's going to be something higher up with more responsibilities and therefore a higher salary than you've had before and i think that that is something that you want deep down but that you are scared that you're not Um, up to the challenge that you're not good enough for that that you're not competent enough in your field to do that and you're gonna have to confront that imposter syndrome that fear i feel like if you're a woman or you were assigned female at birth and therefore socialized as a woman i feel like that imposter syndrome has a lot to do with patriarchal gender norms that have led you to believe that you know women can't lead that that's not something that is for you that you should just look for men or for masculine energy to lead and therefore you don't really see that archetype of the leader or the boss with existing within you but it does and there's going to be it's a challenge but it's going to be an invitation for you to claim that and to try that out and see that you're actually so much more capable than you think you are so much more competent than you think you are and you can actually thrive in a, a position like that but i feel like that's going to come up a bit later that's not something you have to confront right now. you might be offered uh, some sort of manager or boss position um, that you're not expecting and you're like holy shit what and at first you're like no 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 that's not what I'm looking for but actually I think it could be worth trying out or um, yeah you're just you're just you are there I feel like whatever field you're working in you've been there for a while like you are competent and qualified enough to count to the next step like seriously yeah you're yeah it is the next step for you but you'll see when you get there okay (laughs) and then we have the king of pentacles in reverse and the queen of swords interesting so a king and a queen once again showing us a polarity but not from the same suit another thing as well the king of pentacles is in reverse queen of swords is upright and because of the ways the cards are on the table they're both looking away from one another. Some of you are worried when it comes to your love life. Some of you are worried about recreating your par- your, your parents' dynamic or any kind of adult dynamics, relationships that you've witnessed in your life. Um, I'm also getting... This is very specific, so it's probably going to be only for a few people. If you're bisexual, for some of you, or pansexual or something, for some of you are scared, have this fear activated more so when you're like in a straight-passing relationship, like if you're a, a guy dating a girl, or you're a girl dating a guy, because it reminds you more so of your parents' dynamic or some other straight couples that you saw when you were growing up that had this unhealthy dynamic of not understanding each other closing up from one another emotionally one of them using money as an excuse to just kind of be emotionally absent and the other person being very much closed off emotionally and using their mental energy only to communicate with people and therefore coming across as cold sometimes if this feels like a very specific message. If this is not your about your parents, I did there's something about like you've witnessed, even if it's just like in media, you witness a lot of like unhealthy relationship dynamics and there's a part of you that's scared of recreating those things. And that's gonna be something that's gonna be up for you to explore. It's gonna be a bit different and unique to each of you that is something that's going to come up as well and working through that facing that when it does come up um is going to eventually help you understand yourself better and help you create the love life that you truly want because that's what this is all about in the end right how very libra for this libra season episode all about love and relationships we love that (laughs) And I think this is where I'm going to leave the reading, my loves. So I hope that you enjoyed. I hope this was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five-stars review. That really helps me out. And it also helps more people find the podcast. If you think these readings would be helpful to more people. Or you can share this podcast with people that you know. Follow the podcast for more. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content and more updates from me. Um, i do do one-on-one sessions if you're interested in um, diving into yourself more deeply or personalizing this a bit more getting some long-term ongoing support anything like that there's a bunch of options uh, you can send me a tip as well all of the relevant stuff i have workshops all the relevant stuff if you want more from me are going to be in the description of the episode um thank you so much for being here i send you so much love on your journey and hopefully i will see you next time take care bye